1: Welcome, 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 all you entertainment-holics out there on radio and television land. It is time yet again for another thrilling, exciting installment of, uh, you guessed it, Wicked Entertaining, coming at you live every week on Rock Rage Radio. We are featured from 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific Time. That is 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Rock Rage Radio. But we are syndicated on the following uh, radio and podcast sites iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Spreaker, Podbean, Blog Talk Radio, and Stitcher, and TuneIn, amongst many, many other sites. We're also featured on the following video sites, YouTube, Vimeo, Twitch, TikTok, and Instagram TV. And we are distributed by Sony Music Entertainment, Sony Music Publishing, The Orchard by Sony, Art19, BMG, and 5050 Global Music Incorporated. I am your hostess, Jennifer DeVoe-Muse, a.k.a. Jenny. I'm joined this evening... um by one of our co-hosts, but uh, our regular uh, co-hosts that we have on the show would be James Muse, aka the Muse. Together with Jenny and the, the Muse, uh, then we also have Greg Coster, radio host and producer. Uh, we have Derek Webb, actor, producer, and fitness trainer. Uh, we have the sultry songstress uh, Amy Bowman, who will be on tonight's episode, and then we have the Mac Daddy of Metal, Shyler Staver, uh, who's on here and there. And tonight, our featured guest for Wicked Entertaining is none other than rock host. She uh, she a radio host. She is an illustrator. She is an author, amongst many many other things. And uh, she one of my really good friends. Let's bring her on tonight, Dilly Briggs from the Dilly News Rock Show. On uh, she's on Rocker's Edge Radio as well as chaotic radio hey how's it going Ooh, all say, it, right hello are you, thank you, th- are you so there? much for the intro are you there amy is she there <laughs> like are you there amy?
2: amy 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 thank you so much for having me on jennifer and you know everybody else amy oh hopefully amy will pop back in later um, yeah. but yeah thank you so much <laughs> for the intro i loved it i'm so excited to oh, be yeah. you know on you know being interviewed today i'm so used Hell, to yeah. being the one doing the interview Instead right. of being confused, That is know. You know, a little nervous for me, a little nerve wracking because I'm not really sure. You know, I don't have anything planned out like I normally would.
1: <laughs> but that's sort of. the fun about my show is you never know what to expect. Exactly. and I just go with the flow and it's a conversation, not an interview. Right. We just have fun. It's today. like uh girlfriends talking and uh shooting the shit about awesome stuff that we like to talk about, you know, our uh, careers and entertainment and whatnot. So uh, let's uh, – so tell people a little bit more about you and your show, first of all.
2: Okay. Um, well, I have a show called The Dilly News Rock Show. As oh, Let me see it this way. As you can see I right here it. on this mural that, that was made specifically for awesome. me. Dylan News awesome. Rock show. It is an interviewing show. I inter- like you. I do a lot of interviews with a lot of musicians, um, comics, you know producers, different artists from all over the world. And oh, my yeah. show is featured on Rocker's Edge Radio and yes. it's also featured on chaotic radio. So yeah. it started well, Rocker's Edge radio, so for those that don't know, is actually the new sister rock station to chaotic radio. And chaotic radio has been around for like, I don't know, 15 years or so. Wow. It's been established for like a really long time and stuff. Awesome. And yeah, you know, so they started expanding and they wanted to do uh, new sister stations. So they switched my Dylan News rock show uh, over to Rocker's Edge Radio. And actually, I was given a huge promotion when they nice. did that because they asked me also to become the host. So I'm kind of awesome. the, the host of Rocker's Edge Radio too. So oh, it's not just nice. a show, I get to host on it and, you know, and do all kinds of cool, fun stuff. So it's, I that's love amazing. It yeah. It's, it's a great wonderful. opportunity. and I'm so grateful and thankful, you know, to be able to do this because as you know, of course, it's really hard to be able to,
1: to get into yeah. stuff like this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, all, know, started, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all started for me with a an audition at a local radio station in uh, Hollywood, California in March of 2022. Nice. And uh, it began my journey. Very Let's nice, see. yeah, mine are, began are back you? in um, uh,
2: 2015 almost seven oh. years almost we're gonna be coming up to eight years soon awesome of me doing this as well I start into um review writing initially i did review writing because um i'm very open about being uh to telling people and letting them know I am an autism family I'm mm. open about telling people that i am a special needs family I do have a special right. needs mm. daughter older daughter with autism and epilepsy unfortunately the oh, epilepsy is she's
1: such a nice she's such a good kid too yeah she, she really is both your kids. Both your kids are right. awesome. Right. I love. Bo- I love Tommy. Great. I love him. Yeah, I love both your kids. They're yeah. amazing. And so they had
2: little things, you know, and issues. So because of that, like my my whole career, everything I was doing in life, I like right now. I mean, I am a florist, a wedding coordinator, and florist by oh, trade. That's wonderful. So I got degrees all over the place because I had to keep switching careers because right. of my children's um, diagnosis at different times. Right and i could have done you know it's it's everything is really hard anyways but instead of just you know giving up and going into depression about what's going on and having to learn you know i mean i did that of course but yeah after that it was like okay i had my boohoo time now i need to get off my ass and do something
1: (laughs) right
2: you know whatever so i had to go and change careers and in that process Mm. of having to stay home and become an autism expert and therapist and learn how to do all these ins and out things for my family, which mm-hmm. of course I would always do anyways, because it's my family right, you know. Yeah. But in the process. I lost my outside nine to five type of job. Yeah.
1: Right. Cause everything and, became about the kids.
2: Yeah. That was another yeah. thing
1: that you and I bonded over as we both have yep. special needs children.
2: Exactly. And we, we understand so where we're coming from.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I guess he wasn't technically diagnosed with autism, but he has all the same traits of yeah. of it, you know, social, you know, awkwardness and and you know, hard time it doesn't keeping matter and the maintaining. Diagnosis. What
2: matters is that yeah, some issues that they need yeah.
1: help yeah, yeah. And he do, I mean, he does have. Um, you know, both my children have mental health issues. Um, they get that from me, unfortunately. You know, suffer with things like bipolar and anxiety and other stuff like that. So. You know, for all those people out there that don't understand people like us, you know, like your kids or me or or my kids or anything like that, then you know, fuck them. I'm sorry. But, you know, you just obviously, you know, have not been tested. Maybe God doesn't give a shit about you like that, you know, and he, you're not worthy of testing. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're real people that have real issues with our kids and stuff like that. And we've persevered and we've been strong and we've done what we needed to do for our families. And that's what is it's all about at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and it I, I say it to my my special needs community a lot. You know what? We always end up having to do two to three times as much work as the typical yeah. because we don't have that average life. We have a yeah. lot more. And sometimes we have things, even I have ADHD myself. And it right, wasn't exactly. until I had to delve into this world and learn about all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, that's just like my You learned guess.
1: more about yourself in the process. Oh,
2: you get that from me. You get that from me. And then yeah. it finally hit me. Oh, wait. Yeah. You get you get you that, get from, that
1: me. from me. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. that difference. But in order but- to help our children, we have to work on ourselves too, though. Yeah. We have to make sure that because if we're not healthy mentally and physically, then how can we and how, how can our children be that?
2: Yeah. So we and have to take care to of ourselves. That yeah, guidance. it's just like
1: being—it's it, just like being on an airplane. You have to put your mask on first before you do anybody else's, because at the end of the day, you're not going to help anybody if you pass the fuck out. Exactly.
2: Exactly. You know what it, I mean? It, so you—you you you have to put your
1: mask on first and then help your children. And that's exactly. you know you.
2: So that's kind of what I had to do, you know, and and I yeah. had to delve and to learn all this stuff, but then at the same time, I also had to decide if i just didn't want to have an outside career anymore and i was like no i don't want to do that either because i want to show my kids you can still do anything you want sometimes you just have to take a different route and you have to do it differently and yeah. so that's kind of what I did. So, you know, in the process of being home and doing all this other stuff in my private life and being that, you know, mental health expert in that part of my life, I did take um, I did take courses and I went to the uh, Institute of Children's Literature. I did oh, wow. take the home study courses for that. It is college accredited and awesome. um, I graduated with that. So this way I was able to still study a diff- something different and I figured I'd be writing from home so that that's I could awesome. still be able to do something. And right. um, upon graduation, which was really cool, um, I didn't know until we grad- I graduated that I was offered um, by two instructors. I was mm-hmm. offered at the time to continue my writing and my learning with the, um, their Longridge uh, sister school, the Longridge Writers Group, which oh, was wow. a sister school. And they said they only asked grad- only the graduates that went on for that one were ones that were recommended by their instructors. So wow. two of my instructors recommended me to continue, and so I continued on into uh, adult genre writing and nice. magazine market strategy writing, that's which awesome. is what took my review writing into the public eye. Right. And that's where I was able to make my jump. I you know I answered a call for um, for CS Magazine. They were looking for writers. Awesome. They needed interns and everything. And I knew the person that was also involved in that and you know mm. and starting that up. So I said, okay, you know what. Gonna put my writing degree to work. Let's see where That's it takes right? me, and where it Hell, goes. Yeah. You know, I, I have to do something, and so I started writing with CS Mag. I was there for um a full year, and my review mm-hmm. writing was uh, coming out. And I've already been—I already was constantly using music in my life. I grew right. up in Orange County band family. They wrote the Cusp of Fame, Visitor. They opened for wow. Tesla, and Board, and all that. So That's I did grow up in an OC band family that that you know was right there. You know, mm. on that edge. And so I kind of already know the ins and outs myself, right. always kind of being in that. And yeah. to me, when I was younger and finding that music group, that people of music, you know, that love music and didn't care about the oddities. Right. That's where I found my home. You know, being right. different. Um, it was obvious when I was younger, you know, a little bit more <laughs> when I
1: was younger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me you me know? too. Um, I've always like been the different, different one. Always been the weird, different, you know, eccentric one the one who always you know marched to the beat of her own drummer did her own thing when she wanted to and if anybody tried to stop her you know go fuck yourself get out of my way because I'm going to push through like a you know a a bulldozer so you might as well might want to (laughs) move before I move you down I mean you just got to like be that type of person sometimes you You know
2: you do and you know as a child I had some hindrance on it but honestly as the adult it, it excels me it helps excel me to take that different path to do whatever is you know different but still go out and find a way to do it you know because i i feel like i have to do this i have no choice i have to keep going like you and i said we have different families so we have no choice but to keep doing things even if we're tired it doesn't matter you know so but all that ended up taking me into um you know review writing public review writing and Sooner or later, because people already knew me. I was always at music shows and things like that anyways. So people were recognizing me and stuff. And when I started doing review writing, um, you know, I got pretty good at it. And we started getting a lot of notoriety on the CS mag about it. And soon artists started reaching out to us instead of me reaching, constantly reaching out to them. That's amazing. And I'm like, I'm going to write a review about the show anyways. Wouldn't you rather put your input, you know, and and it kind of took off from there and, everything was really good and so it just a lot of different change up I at one point I also became a co-owner of the subject press I also had right. a media site business for a little while a couple of years right. um right. and then life changes things happen even the pandemic all that stuff yeah um I was able to jump to chaotic radio and right. I um I co-hosted there on um on another person's music show I was asked to co-host for a little while and I did and then once that show ended, the uh, owner of the station asked me to stay and expand my segment.
1: Right, that he
2: really liked me, and I I didn't know at the time though that they were planning to do different sister stations. Oh yeah. So I didn't realize that they were already looking at me as the host. And so when he asked me to stay and kind of help, you know, jump to the other side to the sister station at Rockers Edge right. Radio and host there, it right. was like a huge jump and just like this this big promotion for me and i right. was so grateful and thankful you know and just like wow really you want me to you want me to host you want you 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 to put all that confidence in me right and then of course there goes my anxiety oh no oh no can i do this can <laughs> i do this can i do this
1: <laughs> you can do anything you know what i mean you're you're very talented in many different facets many different no, things you. you know and you know that that's a testament to you and your abilities, and as a person, that you know, what I mean, that they see that in you. They saw more in you. They're like, oh, you know, she's awesome, and everybody loves you. You know that. Like every every band I talk to, you know, always says how much, how awesome you are. So that's you know, that's a good thing.
2: And and that's you know, it's really good to hear because then it feels like you know, at least I feel that there is mutual respect with the people that I do interview. stuff because like you i i do my best to you know promote them as best i can i do whatever from advocacy for the music community um just like i do for the autism community and i work really hard to put all that stuff out and people think oh it's no big deal but no it's taken eight years yeah get to
1: this point it's not yeah
2: something that just happens overnight it's it's taken a long time
1: very true it took me a lot of time you know like i you know, I didn't just start off with Sony Music Entertainment. I worked my way up to that, and um, I joined them uh, June of last year, yes, you know, 2021. That was such
2: that's, a huge.
1: That's studio. what I'm saying. Like that's big. And now I'm with uh, Rock Rage Radio, uh, which is a bigger market for me than you know LA Talk Radio was. And you know, and and uh, I love LA Talk Radio, and that was my home for five years. And I love them, and I wish them all the best. It was just uh I kind of outgrew. Um, we have a big fish in a small pond. So now it's like time to, you know, I was no longer a tadpole. Now I'm like, you know, a bigger fish. So you know, now it's time to and, and sometimes you outgrow things, and now okay, you have to realize now it's time to move on and do something else, you know. Yeah, and, and if you're uh, given that opportunity,
2: I, you, know, you have to yeah. take that opportunity because if you don't yeah. down yeah, the line, you're, you're just screwing yourself. Say, oh, what if I did that? What if I did yeah. that jump? it could so so much, you know, different line, different, you know, I could have had a different path, you know, so I, 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 could, have I could have jumped sooner.
1: I could have jumped way. I could have jumped way sooner. Uh, the owner of rock rage radio had been trying to get me away from there for a long time. And well, you're in demand. I, I was being stubborn, I guess. And I was just, you know, I, I got stuck in that mindset of, Oh, it's just Jenny's real talk on the block. You know what I mean? But but moving to the East Coast, and now I've rebranded myself. Now I'm on a new, ra- you know, network, and I'm on, you know, now it's Wicked Entertaining. It's just I like the name better, to be honest with you, because it seems more inclusionary. Uh, yeah, I like it too. J- J- to me, J- Jenny's Real Talk of the Law is just like I'm just like I'm talking. I'm just talking about my fucking self or something. I just felt like I don't know, so I'm like, fuck that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna rebrand, and like now I have a whole bunch of co-hosts and shit. So it's like it's different. You know what I mean? No, but
2: that's great because then it shows the growth and it shows that progression. And sometimes change is scary
1: for yes. anybody. You yeah. know, but I, I used to love know, it. it. Now it scares the shit out of me. As I get older, change now scares me where it never used to.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> moving yeah. out here it, to the east coast was like to settle someplace. It's hard Man. to change.
1: Yeah, moving out here was really um it was a huge decision for me because I love Los Angeles so fucking much. And I love all my, all you and all my friends out there and my concerts and the red carpet movie premieres and all the things, all my celebrity friends and all my stuff. And, and then to move all the way back out here and it, but I, but I think, okay, now I get to know my grandson and I get to be with my kids and my parents and and my sisters. And so you have to kind of look at it with a, with the right perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not losing anything. I am I gained things, in my opinion, from moving here. So
2: Exactly, because Ooh. you're not losing all of those connections that you had. You still have those yeah. connections, you know. And but then when I you go and visit, get, well, barbecue and, and karaoke in the backyard.
1: <laughs> oh, we're we definitely doing that when I come out there. So I want to come out next year for like two weeks for vacation and just, you know, go out there and visit all of you guys. And just, oh, you know, cool. spend, spend all my time with you guys and maybe go to some concerts and some whatever you know kind of plan it around some stuff and yeah you know.
2: no that'd be great that'd be great just make sure to give me enough notice so that i can oh most schedule. definitely because you know how okay, I mean, that's another oh, yeah. cool thing about the special needs yeah. families is that our schedules are like they change and get crazy you know so we yes we very on. much so
1: <laughs> um all right let's talk about your books how many um how many kids books do you have currently
2: uh, right now I have three children's books published they are on amazon you can find them anywhere books are sold online but um, by uh, what I are have the titles amazon.com what, uh, yeah what are the titles and what are they about okay well let's start with the first one so i released one once a year for uh, three nice. years in a row um, nice. because again initially i do have i'm degreed for a children's you know i have children's degree and um, I right. wanted to start with my children's books even though i do have nice. a lot of adult genre under belt uh a lot of manuscripts that I just have to go through and um you know revamp and stuff but the first one here this one is called
1: I remember that one I have that one I can get it I have that one I love it yes I love it so these are
2: uh you know young children's books you know because um you know something that's relatable to younger children you know it's about little characters uh Minda she has a little baby brother that she kind of helps watch and her and her two best friends kind of help keep an eye on him when um you know mama has to go out and do things and stuff and the little one his name is snickerdoodle little one um has a little bit (laughs) of uh, of uh, the tendency to not pay attention to what's going on around him and he can get into little dangerous situations so it's up to the kids to you know summon up courage to save the little brother
1: type of thing you know
2: so um and then this, so it's a really cute, relatable story, and I will say I'm very excited to say that I actually have two five-star reviews.
1: Nice. So
2: if you like, you know, you like uh, um, sea animals, and you have young mm-hmm. children there, you know, this is a really cute, relatable. What
1: uh, What age range is that particular book for? Um, this
2: is more like four to seven. Okay, gotcha. Type of thing. So, like again, these are okay. like young for younger children. The the the, nice. uh, the pictures and stuff. You know, they're more just. Des- I'm trying to get it in the camera there. They're more designed oh, for for yes. smaller children. You know, for the Very younger nice. children. Very um, oh, like Then it. I have it. another one here. Slightly older children. This one is called Molly Monkey makes a move in Monkey Town. <laughs> I and love it. This this was great. This one I will say. I mean, it's fictional, <laughs> but there's a loosely based story because. Uh, my daughter, yeah. for years, I have her. I have had her in special needs inclusion classes, right. in community theater classes. Nice. So it doesn't matter that she, you know she has you know a different ability you know than everybody else. You know, mm. in you know in certain communities, look look for the people out there. Look in your community because there are inclusion classes for our kids throughout the community. And so she took dance class, theater dance class for a number of years. Nice. Um, with different places, and she would get to perform on stage, oh, and that's everybody wonderful. clapped and cheered for her and things like that. But sometimes, nice. um, but sometimes it's hard just for people to be able to have a back and forth conversation. So sometimes, just in reality, in real life, people mm. ignore her.
1: Oh. and
2: so I would tell her, "Honey, but when you're on stage, what do they do? They clap for me. That's right, right."
1: There. And so
2: I wanted her to have that experience of getting out there and if she couldn't do it on her own just like that then then we'll do it in a group right so that you can go out in a group and you guys can all do it together and you can still have that experience. So this one basically is about a little monkey character who has limited speech. So she speaks by dancing. Oh wow yeah this one is she speaks by dancing and it's a school play and they get to dance on stage and things like that. So just to show that you know the graphics again it's just really cute little I'm trying to get it in the camera view. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. that's Molly Monkey makes a move love in town because she's a little dancer and she decides to go out and dance on stage no matter what anybody says, like you said.
1: That's wonderful.
2: <laughs> and then um, on my last book, which I recently had, this was published just last year. Oh, I love it. My Doodle Dog Says. And oh. I've been told by a lot of people, this is their favorite one. It's adorable. Um, yeah, because this one is, uh, it's based on a, um, a service dog book.
1: Oh, we, okay.
2: We ourselves have a huge service dog for my dog. I know.
1: I love that dog. I love that <laughs> dog. He's so huge, and he his is. hair is—he's so soft, and it's just the curly little blonde hair. It's adorable. I mean, I no, love your is. dog so and much.
2: I think that's probably why this book is so popular because I do post a lot about the service dog. Because again, just the advocacy to let people know, you know, a service dog could be such a great asset to, Mm. you know, someone who has a a disability and it's hard for them to get that communication
1: out or definitely takes up the whole back seat, that's for sure. Oh yeah. That's a big dog. I love that
2: dog. Scooby Doodle because he's a bulky doodle. My daughter named him Scooby Doodle. I and he is a service dog. We did go through like a year or year and a half of training before shutdown. Oh, wow. We went through training with him. Um, we trained with like five other families and their dogs because nice. the dogs have to be able to not be distracted when there's other dogs and other people around. Oh, so okay, we trained right. in a group. And so it's kind of like that. So I just wanted to bring more awareness about, but it's not a preachy book. It's about a little girl oh. who goes on adventures with her service dog and she advocates oh. for him and talks for him. And she says, my doodle dog says, my doodle dog says he wants to go to the beach. My doodle dog says he wants to eat a burger, not kibble. My doodle dog says, (laughs) (laughs) she advocates for him. And so I kind of got that storyline from that of a little girl and her service dog that they go everywhere together. I love it. You know, and nobody believes that it's the service dog taking her. They think, well, just because you wander off, he's supposed to bring you back home you know, but right. they show a bunch of little, uh, they go on a bunch of little adventures and stuff. So it's a real cute little book. It's got that's cute amazing. graphics in it to show the kids, you know, cute little service doggy in there and he's big and yes. fluffy and, you know, and I think that's probably why it's the a favorite book amongst the people that have bought it. And I have had requests for signatures and it's really nice to see that I am getting support on these books so again right. with any of the three children's books you can nice. uh, order them online anywhere where books are sold but i do have an yes. amazon site for my books yes you can them there awesome then, so i wanted to start with my children's books since my right. first writing degree was in children's literature right but i do have other books that i am working on right now i do have um a number of manuscripts since i took the course for a long time i have a number of oh, manuscripts wow. that's already critiqued by experts mm. you know by my instructors and stuff you know so i just need awesome. to go back and revamp some of those but okay. i even though i have a bunch to revamp i ended up starting another one because i got this amazing idea for a short horror short horror story chapter book series
1: oh wow awesome yeah.
2: So my first one, um, the first one is got, each one will have, it's going to be like, um, uh, it's going to be a trilogy. And in okay. each book, there's going to be three short stories, three short oh, horror nice. stories. Oh, nice. Kind of like okay. the Crypt Keeper type of thing. Remember Tales from yeah. the Crypt? Like Night Shift
1: by uh, yeah. by Stephen King and all exactly. his like books where he has many different stories within them. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So I, I like I it. Gotta,
2: great idea for that because the other some of the other books I am still working on I have one called mm-hmm. Masquerade Confession it's an art thievery thriller um, oh, wow. a lot of that is complete um, I've got okay. several others that I've been working on one called Dakar which is a fantasy one that I had done for oh. my schooling so it's fantasy fairies and dragons and all this you know great oh nice clash of war conflict and things like that in a whole different world because we had to come up with sci-fi and all this other stuff when we were writing right. So, um, And the cool thing is that they didn't tell me, you need this, 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 this. It was like, we want a science fiction, make it this many words, don't right. genre, go no, impress me. So they okay. didn't give me input on what to write. So all of this is for my own crazy, wicked mind. Nice. I love <laughs> it. Okay. The book that I'm working on, the novel that I'm hoping to have published by end of year is called The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Okay. And that's the first of the of the short horror story to, uh, trilogy that I'm gonna have. So nice. that one has three stories in it. Um, I don't want to give too much away because they're short right, horror yeah. stories. So, so it's not right, long yeah, yeah. stories in them. But again, right. after this one, I've already got um I've already started working on the second book of the
1: Where'd you go? I think you froze. <laughs> Where'd you go? I think she froze. Where'd you go, Dilly? Don't go away. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. There we go. What happened? (laughs) Like, what happened? Where'd you go? Can you see me? Like, yeah. oh. Yes, I got you. Wait, I'm frozen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, it's you funny. know, I'm
2: happy that I'm I'm busy right now. And I'm excited about the new book coming out. It's in editing right now. So I've, I've got a nice. few people looking over it and working through the editing right now. And I'm nice. just hoping that everything will be ready so that hopefully it can have it published by end of year. If not, then Good. the very beginning of that, and that's gonna be the first adult novel out since the first three are children's books. Um, But I'm hoping, you know, I have a lot of hope for this one because I have a lot of people telling me that they're really interested in the teasers that I've put out already for it. And um, I actually have someone...
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Uh Aha, in my
0: dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Connected to the horror industry, um, film industry, who actually wants to help me push this. Nice. In a lot of places. Once it's done, I you know I I can't say who I have a it's a private silent. <laughs> silent Dang horror. it! I got a, I got a silent I got a silent possible um, <laughs> you know, supporter that again connected to the horror film industry and really is interested in pushing this with me once it's nice. out. Nice. You know, so we were looking for this one not to just make it a book, but we're looking to push it maybe like indie film. And nice. I have people already who are willing to uh, play the parts and stuff like that you know so we're i'm really trying to not just have the book i need to push for more because i need to leave something for my kids like literally the the programs that my 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 children are on i am told by the government you know if they want to continue on any my daughter to continue for certain programs i have to plan for 30 years after my death for them to live on i was like holy crap are you serious and they're like, well, certain programs, you know, once you get your children into certain program as adults, young adults, you know, my daughter is mainly my daughter yeah, um, you know, yeah, right. and stuff. But in order for her to continue, you have to do this and you have to do that. And there has to be some type of also an income coming in if she's not on certain programs. And I'm like, I can't even plan for 30 years for my own life Jeez from
1: now. Lord. <laughs> How I... am I
2: supposed to plan all that in the future if I can't even plan what's going to happen tomorrow? Very so, true. For me, it's just yeah, I'm I'm really trying to push this through because I don't want them to just be books. Once the adults uh books come out, especially this one, because it's gonna have that that possibility and opportunity to constantly be changing up. I, right. I have a I have a silent supporter who really wants to help me push this
1: and that's awesome.
2: Fingers crossed, you'll see that soon, you know. Yeah, that would be you
1: awesome.
2: You know, in the near future, you know. So I'm I've got things in my head that I am working towards. <laughs> it's not just, right. just the, you know, the radio show, but I am extremely yeah. grateful for that. Again, I'm on Rocker's Edge Radio, and the, um, the visuals go up on Chaotic Radio on their YouTube channel so that the visual is still there and the audio is ran on air. Nice. And I do have a little bit of a surprise, but I can't say Ooh. too much about this uh, for okay. the radio station and stuff. Nice. Um I, I am allowed say? to say this. Um I did talk to the, <laughs> okay. to the owner of the radio station recently and I right. told him that I actually am going to be interviewed by the great Jenny Moose. I was so excited <laughs> about that. I told him of all about it and um just to make sure I knew what I could say. And I can yeah. say that the station is in negotiations for reopening.
1: Nice. Wonderful. Can't say
2: any much more than that, but
1: yeah, I got once you. Once that <laughs> happens,
2: yeah. Once, once that happens, I've 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 been working behind the scenes with people. So once that happens, um, we're going to look for a really great lineup coming out. Oh yeah. And, that's, and that's thank you
1: again to. for interviewing some of the people that I manage for their careers. I appreciate it. Um, I have a bunch more for you. If you want some, I can Send throw you a bunch hand. of people my, uh, your way. Cause I manage so many careers and they're always, uh, hitting me up about being on other you know being interviewed not just on my show but other people's shows as well because that's part of being uh, artist management is getting them as ex- as much exposure as humanly possible between tv shows and radio shows as well as uh, publications and uh you know getting their music featured in movies and tv shows and other stuff like that it's like a lot to it that people don't realize there's so much that goes into everything like getting them as much exposure getting like a PR person there's like there's a lot to it and I manage so many people and I just had like 10 more people ask me to either be their booking agent and or be their manager I just got like another 10 to 15 emails in the last month and I'm just like holy shit I can't even handle all the fucking ones I have now how am I gonna handle (laughs) more I need a whole team like that but my biggest my biggest setback or my biggest struggle is um, finances in the sense of it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I do everything independent, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I produce the radio show. I pay for everything I do. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like not everybody realizes there's costs that go into things and oh, yeah. they think, you know, they think everything just, you know, Oh, cause you're, you do certain things in the industry that, you know, you just make a bunch of money and, you know, they always see me at concerts. They're always seeing me on red carpet. They're always seeing me doing all this stuff. So they just assume you must you have, have a a, silver plate a boatload you. of money. Oh. You must have a boatload of money. I know. I like, know I produce all my own stuff. Yes, uh, Rock Rage Radio has been wonderful and they don't charge me uh, to be on their network whereas I used to pay for my uh, hour broadcast every week for LA Talk Radio because, like, studio production time, you know what I mean? Like, that it costs money. So yeah. I've been very fortunate Rock Rage Radio doesn't uh, charge me anything. You know, like, they – I feel more – I don't know. I just feel better about being with them. You know what I mean? Like, they're just more, I don't know, inclusionary, more, like, supportive – they share mm-hmm. stuff they like like stuff like they support you more in my opinion they're they're you actively know. there man like, yes exactly there. you know it's not like they just take your money and yeah they you know throw your show on for that hour and then that's it i can actually be on 5 nights a week on rock rage radio oh nice and you know what i mean versus only 1 hour one uh, one day a week <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. now i could be on like you know an hour a day 5 days a week if i want to so it's just It's just based on my schedule or my time. So it's just, I don't know. I like there's certain things about being with that type of environment that's better.
2: And I, you know what, and I think that's nice. And I think, and that's one of the things that I do like about this is that um, we have, we can have this type of, you know, up and down schedule. This, this works for us. You know, for yeah. people like us that have that type of schedule, we're not the nine to five people, and this yeah. works for us. Where you can, you know, interview an artist whether it's on Zoom or if it's, you know, live in studio and stuff like so. When the negotiation, you know, all is everything is done, and and we're at that point where we can open up um, back again and have people come in and live and everything. Artists really, really do love that, you know, and they love to come in. Yeah. But you know, they also don't realize how much work can go into it. Some people it's so much. Okay, not not everyone. Sorry, more than newer. I like artists. doing it from home. New I like artists. doing it. Established artists, they
1: know the, they. kind of the like world, the newer artists. Kind of like doing it from home better now. Like it, I, I used to see, like I used to love going down to the radio station and being there physically in person with somebody. You know what I mean and and getting the pictures taken with them and that's amazing and everything. but it was limiting also at the same time mm-hmm. because not everybody can go to the station. Uh, if somebody calls in, they could only be heard. they couldn't be seen. Mm-hmm. on this show, you could like the guests like you, you know, we can see you. we can hear you. It's on television and radio. It's not just one medium and it's just it's not as limiting in my opinion. And, and I can play music videos and that's or cool. movie trailers and things like that where I couldn't do that before. I could just play MP3s. You know what I mean? This is just less limiting, in my opinion. And so, yeah, I, I don't get to be at the radio station like that anymore, but that's okay. Um, LA Talk Radio ha- no longer had a physical radio station.
2: Yeah, they, a lot you know, at some point, money. COVID.
1: When you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's, and it's, I just didn't see things. the point in it. Like I can do this from home, and it only cost me, you know, fifteen bucks a month, to you know, like maybe it You know, it doesn't cost as much money, in my opinion. I get more bang for my buck.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's something good about having being able to do like Zoom and things like that. I mean, you're on a whole different station, you know, so you got a, all this great opportunity coming at you, you know, and that's fantastic for me. You know, it it was the Zoom because when we when we shut down because we were uh, live in studio where we would have right. people come in um, live in studio talk about their music, yeah. play it live there. We uh, right. were even even able to like if we needed to do a Zoom, we could you know have someone on there and you could still be there included with the person also live. You know, because right. we did that before. Like, um, we had Francis Casol of Rage in My Eyes. He had come in live, but um, I love him. They're, they're, I love him too. He's a great guy. In fact, I, I love uh, we'll him. He's, he's one of my favorite he's, people. He's going to kind of co host once in a while, co host coming in. And That's awesome. Too, uh, here Hung and out now. with him at a Starbucks <laughs> in,
1: in Hollywood. That was awesome. Oops, I gave a little secret <laughs> away. Darn it. Okay. Well, there's one little <laughs> teaser that you might know we are going to have
2: uh, special <laughs> guests coming in to co host here and there and stuff but see but when we had him in live we were able to have the vocalist jonathan um on and he was still in brazil they still had him on the visual so there was somebody live and somebody on the visual and we're able to do that but when you're at home and you're doing zoom and stuff you're so limit like you said limited yeah you know and it's and it's hard to do all of that so as much as i i did like the the scheduling where it could be at 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 my convenience because when you're doing it at home you have to do it to your convenience where you have time to do it you know where you're not in the middle of doing this or doing that you know Um, and so that it gives a little bit of a of a better leeway for scheduling Mm -hmm. than coming in live but you're you're still limited on some things at least I was so I'm I'm kind of like I'm nervous but I'm excited at the same time when the negotiation is all done and we get the okay to come back in,
1: right. you know,
2: because I, I did like that feeling. I did like being able to come in and talk to the people and see the artists there live and be in person talking with yeah. them and stuff like that, you know, but mine wasn't every single day, you know, mine yeah. was just a once a week, you know, we would come in and have somebody come in once a week. And then yeah. um, now that I'm hosting on rock, on the um rocker's edge radio, that's daily. I have to do my recordings and I have to, you know, tune things, you know, turn things in regularly and right. I am very thankful to all the artists out there, all the musicians out there that do send us their music, you know, for us to be able to play your music. It's awesome, I love it. I I, I, I love listening to the new music because it's like we're getting to have that first, that first hear, you know, that, yeah. that first crack of, of this new music that's about to come yes. out, you know, and we're yeah. entrusted with that with with that music you know um and not to put it out ahead of time and things like that you know so i i love being able to to do that and put that out there because music for me just personally has for me it has saved my life there's been a number of times where i felt it saved my life and it saved my sanity right you know so yeah you you know i'm one of those people that it it truly resonates with me i always say you know how music calms the savage beast well yeah i am beast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what I always say, you
1: know, well, you and, do have blue hair. No, I'm kidding. Right. Yeah. I love it. There's a Marvel beast. He has blue hair. Right?
2: <laughs> Gotta do all the rest of my hair, you know, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I'm excited about all that stuff, you know, and things are different. So we just kind of have to go with the flow and go yeah. with the punches, you know, and right. one of the things I want to say, um, I had mentioned it once before, a long time ago, when it initially happened and I first made the jump from chaotic to rocker's edge, the sister station. But when we closed down, I didn't really have anything that would connect the show when mm. we were doing the interviews and stuff. And I always felt like right. all I have is like, you know, the background, everybody's got some, whatever background and stuff, but I really wanted something to connect that show. And right. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Ajax Garcia of okay. Airy Pop Industries, because uh, he is the artist who created the mural that you see behind me
1: here Good, really great job yeah really
2: this like mural, and i have a special connection with this there's a special story that goes to this mural Ooh,
1: um, what's the story
2: <laughs> and i had reached out to him and let him know that the station was also shutting down like everything else right. like the rest of the world and everything right. and uh this particular artist is the artist who makes all of the rockers murals for klos radio station all oh, these nice! Giant murals of Joan Jett Love and KLOS. and Hell yeah. Stones and all them. Yeah, on the that's him. That's what. Oh, he wonderful! Is. Those are his murals. He's also the artist that made the uh, the infamous Viper Lady at the Viper Room. Oh, wow! That's okay, him. that's him. Very nice. Yeah, very and, nice. And the iconic four face, the four uh, uh, kiss faces in the circle. Oh my God, the name of the album is eluding me.
1: But I know which one the, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the with Kiss, the the four, Kiss yeah. album with the four mm-hmm. faces yeah. in the circle, Yeah.
2: And the lightning yeah. bolt like thing. Okay, yes, that's, that's yeah. him. So that's Ajax Garcia of Erie Pop and nice. and he was the artist. Wonderful. He created, uh, you know, album covers for the band Kiss. You know, yes. all the murals. Amazing. KLOS radio station, the Viper Lady right. of the Viper Room. He's been contacted. That's awesome. And made Weather to do all oh, of it. Wow. Movies. And when I had Damn. reached out and contacted him, um. I asked for just a little small, just something like little poster size, you know, I was just like something tiny, maybe because I don't even think I could afford the ink in your pen, you know, Uh, So, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) I I said that to him, I really did. And I said, but you know, what, what could I get something so that the background you know, that I could you know, show and still try to connect to the station, especially since they had switched me to Rocker's Edge, which was brand new Mm. and Chaotic had been established for so long. But now it's like, I'm gonna be on a brand new station. So I, I really wanted something that connected and he completely surprised me when he said, come pick it up. Lucky
0: Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I
2: was like, okay. We drove our butts down to Hollywood, because that's where he is. And we went down to LA to pick it up, and I was expecting this little... A cute little poster size thing and he's right. like you got to come in and see it and i was like oh uh, 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 okay uh, 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 uh. I like i didn't understand why it was so little he should have just been able to bring it out and he's like no you got to come in and see it and then he came in and i <laughs> came inside and, and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh i i practically cried i almost cried because i was like it's nice oh my god it's just yeah so it was a really huge surprise so i felt more like it was more of a gift than a purchase because. He did mm. such an amazing job. He put yeah. my my, old, my big old face. Sorry, but there's my big old face in it. But the you know, <laughs> station in there and you know, um wonderful. And it's so funny because I didn't notice this for a year later. I skull and
1: crossbones everywhere.
2: Yeah, that's his it. that's his uh mark. So that's his his uh thing nice. with the skull and crossbones. But I
1: love
2: it. If I turn to the side, you could see the A and then jax J A X. A jax. Ajax. Oh wow. On the side, I nice. turned to the side, and it took me like a year before I even noticed that. <laughs> and then he said, I didn't even realize I did that. So he signed it and didn't know it. <laughs>
1: that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But that's so, big, you know what I mean? You know? So, so you no got an autog- his autograph chances,
2: too. The day I die, I can say, I made those jumps. I took those chances. I reached out to those people. I threw myself on the line. And you know what? I got some really great experiences from it. I've met some wonderful people. Some people I actually make really good friends with and stay good friends with, such as yourself and James, you know. Um, and like even Amy and Will, the um, from initially following the now they Phantom Fire. Moments.
1: Yeah. Amy, who
2: is also now one of your hosts as well, you know. So I, mean, yeah. I became good friends with them. And some people, you know, they're just in passing and they're just acquaintances, work acquaintances. Yeah. And that's okay, too. You know, but I felt like, you know, but like this instant, you know, I felt like that was really a that was such a great thing and such a sweet thing. And I really felt that was because I had developed a friendship along, you know, with this person, not just, you know, uh, in something in passing, you know, and and you can, you know, and I just thought that was wonderful. So I just wanted to give a shout out and say that it was a special story because this mural is actually a very special mural and it's made by a very special famous artist who is in high demand and he took the time out to do something huge for my little old show when I was asking for something (laughs) really tiny. (laughs) That's wonderful. Because I'm very, I'm very proud of that. I'm very happy about that. And I told my kids, you will probably have to bury me in it.
1: (laughs) Roll your carcass up in it. Yeah.
2: Right. Oh, well, just flatten me out and stick me in there with it. You know, just put my face. It'll be there.
1: (laughs) And nice. Yeah. So I just thought that was great. Yeah, you know,
2: that's so, and how so how have you been though uh you know doing the show over there and it's so different and stuff does James still get on the um on there and co-host with you as well
1: uh he hasn't really but it's just because the way our room is set up I have to get it set up better so we can sit side by side and like so it's it's just been a work in progress trying to get this all set up in here you know because we I don't know. I I don't know. We've been here a while, but it's like most of my weekends are taken up with my grandson and it's just like a lot going on. So I don't always have, you know, plus I work during the week for Spectrum and so I don't always have the time to, you know, do everything that I need to do. But yeah, I need to get a better setup so he can actually sit next to me and we can do like we always used to.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because that is one thing that's different is I don't see James sitting next to you. And normally it's, you know, both of you guys. Kind of feeding off each other, you know. So that was, oh, hi, hey, there you are. <laughs>
1: oh, you got a devil, right? <laughs> he wanted to pop on, say hey. Nice.
2: We we're thinking of the Too funny.
1: <laughs> the muse. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah, I do um, have actually um, something that I was uh, recently, I almost forgot about this, um, okay. that I was recently given the opportunity because it, it's something that's kind of brand new that just recently happened for mm-hmm. me. Um,
1: okay.
2: I am being given the opportunity to be in possibly two nationwide commercials. Uh, one wow. for Dove. Nice. And maybe, maybe Revlon. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Wonderful. Um, yeah, because again, because I am very active in the autism community with different right. foundations, my family, um, my family started, we run the Blue Butterflies Autism Resource Support Group. Right. And, you know, um, with community help, community pitch in, and we work with a lot of the different autism foundations, special needs mm-hmm. foundations in Wonderful. Orange County. You know, not just one, but we work with several of them. We're backed by OC Autism Foundation. They're going to have a huge uh, Breakfast with Santa uh, autism event this Christmas. So for special needs families, it doesn't have to be just autism. Any special needs families, that'll be in Garden Grove. Check out OC Autism for that. You know, it's an uh, amazing event that is done by a lot of people in the community. Come together to put that, you know, on for all the community, all the special needs community in Orange County. And there's anywhere from three to 5,000 families that show up.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. And they're going to try
2: to pull it off again this year. And, like, shortly after shutdown, you know, trying to come back. So they're going to try to pull it off again this year. Um, So just to put that out there for others in the community. But um, being involved in all of that, um, in, again, the different foundations. There is a foundation called, um, oh, my gosh, i got to think of the name of it. It is... um, Autism moms, it is, but it's spelled like A W E T I S M O N S. So it's uh, autism moms. Autism moms. It's a foundation okay. uh, for autism moms, and um, the the owner uh, the head of this foundation has actually reached out and is working with uh, Dove for um, autism moms awareness campaign.
1: That's wonderful.
2: Yeah, to put autism moms in in the commercials you know mm. to raise to raise awareness about things and stuff like that so yeah so I was just recently tapped to um, make a couple of videos two minute videos about myself and my advocacy for the community wonderful the community and just to tell you a little bit about that and um, nice. if all goes well you might see me in two maybe two national commercials just to kind of That's raise exciting
1: that and that, that's, that is exciting.
2: Yeah, so I was like, wow, really? I mean, cuz that that's a huge deal. I mean, to be able yeah. to to reach out and talk to somebody about that and and try to get that ball rolling on that. That's a really mm-hmm. really big deal, you know. So um, yeah, so the founder of this particular uh foundation wanted to focus on the moms, you know, um because it's all about the kids so much. Yeah. That the moms. And you know the caregiver, whoever is the one constantly taking care of, is is the person that's always forgotten about.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Um, So much focus on the kid,
2: right? At the end of the day, when it comes to the kids. Yeah, I I
1: worked. I worked two, sometimes three jobs as a single mother to raise both my children. I didn't have a a real husband. (laughs) I guess you want to say Um, that supported me or helped me yes now but my <laughs> children are you know much older now they're like adults you know so it's it's different it, it would have been easier in life if I had, had maybe had more support or had more help Um, you know what I mean like I don't know it just is what it is sometimes you know people don't realize all the shit you go through but like I, I don't know I was just raised like you don't complain you just sack up and deal with it because, I, I, you know, I, I've been raising kids since I was five. I started with my little sister and then just nieces, nephews, uh, other people's children, um, my own two children, my grand – you know, I help raise my grandson. Like there's, there's a lot to it people don't realize. And a lot of the kids in my family are special needs children. They will have mental health issues or emotional disturbance problems or some kind of social awkwardness or anxiety or something. You know what I mean? So – I've dealt with it with all of them, <laughs> you know, uh, well, it, so I've, I've been you know, there. Then what happens to you? Wait, at yeah. the end of the day, you deal with
2: everybody else and you yeah. help take care of everybody else's issue. Make sure yeah. that they're taken care of and they feel safe in that they're comfortable yeah. in their environment. But by the end of the day, when you lay your head I'm down, exhausted. you take all of that with you. And then okay. where's your praise where's your you know what you did a really good job you know you're a great mom you know it, it this is really tough tougher than the average and it's okay yeah. because you're able to do it but you know what you did a great job so and that's kind of like what this campaign is about um, it's a little bit about that because the the mothers and and it's not to say anything bad against the dads or nothing like that. They're just having. No, there's a lot of
1: single dads, dads out there. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of dads that raise kids. Dads and...
2: out there. Yeah, there's of no course. Mistake. I have dads in my support yeah. group as well. Yeah, you know, that are single dads. But it's, um, but it's it's just mainly the fact that because there's a majority of the moms that you see. So yeah. this campaign. Is kind of like that for like, I mean, Revlon is not gonna be for men. It's 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 makeup yeah. for women, you know.
1: Well, got, like, I mean, unless no you're a drag is, queen. Everything, unless, but unless you unless you're a drag queen, I guess. Right. They... You know, but in the commercials, you know, soap commercials, it's the women you see lathering
2: up. Yeah. You know, unless it's that, you know, um, that spray on deodorant for the guys. Other than that, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> right. Right you mainly see the women so um her camp yeah. this campaign is kind of a little bit That's of-
1: wonderful. about
2: that just to at the end of the day you're great too yeah they they help make this they made it through this day because you helped them so it's just a little pick me up for the person that doesn't get that for them right you know so i thought that was really really great so i was i was very grateful and thankful that i was tapped to be one of the um one of the moms to submit something about that and that is um, wonderful until the end of the month i have until the end of the month to to complete it and send it in i don't know from there where and how long um it'll be but it doesn't matter it's just the ball's rolling and i'm excited to help be part of that because i think it's really important to help up the game and be the change that is
1: exciting
2: well do something like that
1: Tell everybody, in closing, where they can find you, um, social media and websites and whatnot.
2: Um, well, you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, it's Dilly Briggs. On Instagram, it's Briggs Dilly. It's just on the opposite end. There was a lot of Dilly Briggs. I couldn't believe it. I was like, <laughs> Really? Are you serious? <laughs> Who the hell else has that <laughs> name? What the fuck? I was like,
1: Are okay, you, you know.
2: Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, so it's just like, okay, so let's we're going to change it, and we're going to put it Briggs Dilly. So then it's just a little opposite on that. Um, right. You can find me on Rocker's Edge Radio. You can also find me on Chaotic Radio. Go um, on their on their YouTube channels. I'm all over that. I do have a Dilly News Rock Show Facebook page. where we do post other things and um, extras when we go on location and things like that i also happen to do since um it's audio reviews and interviews on the station i still get my my written reviews out they are published on inside the orange curtain and oc review hell yeah so i am on four media sites you got rocker's edge radio chaotic radio oc review inside the orange curtain um, and I you can am. find my books on Amazon.com. Again, wherever books are sold online. Yay. And hopefully soon you'll see people's books and maybe me and some commercials. In <laughs> Exciting. I will,
1: I will be else. sharing that. I will be sharing all of that once I, I see it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I want to thank you. I really appreciate yeah, you yeah. For, for doing yeah, this. Of course. For of course. Of course. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so. You know, we just got to do this uh, regular thing, you know, at least once or twice a year. You know, have you on and talk about stuff. Oh yeah, uh, and, and once we get the thumbs up, I'm gonna have you on my show. Hell yeah! Very exciting. I'm always there. (laughs) I want to thank Dilly Briggs for being on our show today. Radio host, illustrator, and author, among many other things. Uh, She's an autism advocate. She does many, many things for the entertainment community. So please, a big thing is like, share, support, subscribe, um follow all that stuff on all social media uh go listen to her show you know help support that's the big thing and uh we got some other exciting guests coming on this month of spooky we've got uh on wednesday the 26th we got Maze from england We've got Don Marlowe, High Priestess. Uh, she'll maybe read your crystal ball, read your tea leaves. I don't know, whatever she does, crazy, uh, you know, High Priestess stuff that she does. That's up on the 28th, and we got author Sasha George coming up on the 31st. So lots of great, awesome stuff coming up. If you would like to be featured on Wicked Entertaining, hit me up, Jennifer Devoe Muse. You can hit us up on our Wicked Entertaining page, Get Roll Global Entertainment LLC, Get Roll Global Television, Get Roll Global Radio, KGRL. All kinds of pages that we have uh, hit me up and we can get you booked because so I have lots and lots of open dates so hit me up but thank you so much to Dilly Briggs for being on the show tonight miss you, you. love you love you and, too and we'll be talking soon
2: very soon Cheers. thank you everybody Cheers for the Halloween show.